It's time. It's time to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Monday Mass, the world's greatest action sports podcast. I'm Chris Cote. Wake oh, up. Sorry. Hi. Hey, everybody. Um, hi, this Don't is need these headphones anymore because it's going to sound like shit anyway. This is the Monday Mass, and we are live, and guess what? Let's go. What is it? Oh, it's an actual Monday, February 19th. Copy that. Copy it? that. It is. February 19th, 2024. I'm pulling up all kinds 2024. of... 2024. I got more windows open here than... Dude, I'm going to say it. I'm going to be honest with you. I was going to say something terrible. I'm going to be honest with you, Todd. I'm going to be honest with you, listeners. I'm fried. <laughs> Why? What happened? Why are you fried? I went ahead and saw Ween last night. Oh, yeah? Bananas and Blow. Uh, baby Bitch. The Mollusk. I mean, all the hits. We still, we still haven't... I mean, I think we've gotten a light confirmation. Of what? That Baby Bitch is actually... About Barrett Christie. Really? Yes. She de- she dated in high school. And Barrett Christie's a snowboarder. She's a snowboarder. Legend. It's, it's uh, she's married to Temple Cummins, the mom of Cannon Cummins. And apparently, <laughs> apparently, apparently, that song. Apparently, it's my first time on live TV. Apparently, that song is about her. That's amazing. Well, I saw Ween with a group. Does of anyone friends. else hear? I mean, I, I I feel like when I was living with Barrett, she. I can look it up. She told me that story, and there's another, there's another song that's also about her. Are you serious? Yeah, it's baby. Which one did she date, Gene or Dean? I don't fucking know. Well, there's only two of them. It's it's baby. It's baby bitch is one of them, and then there's another. There's another song about like a breakup. Oh, there's plenty of breakup songs in the week. Anyways, I just I thought that was always fascinating. It's like a new. It's like the new. You know, kind of like deadhead experience. Yeah, it's like there was some serious. I don't even like trippers. I'm not in even, crowd, I don't even. Dude. I'm not even sure if I like Ween. Yeah, you do. I don't think I do. Everybody should like Ween. I don't know. I was there with Brandon, my friend Brandon from Sunbender, Isaiah Mitchell, Earthless, Zach. I don't. We had a whole crew. I don't think I like. I don't think I like them. Uh, no, no, nothing that you say is going to make me like them. Well, we stepped through the portal, Todd. What does that mean? We stepped through the portal into Weensville, USA, at the Sound in Del Mar. Thank you to the Sound and the Belly Up and Pete McDevitt and the whole crew for bringing Ween to San Diego. None of us will ever be the same. My serotonin levels are rock bottom. Really? Oh, I stayed because up way too late. Because you, because you went there last night. I've I've what never you, heard the song. Who's calling me? I don't know. It's Siri's responding to you. You never heard the song Waving My Dick in the Wind? <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Not that I was doing that it. That is a lifestyle, Chris. It's so, a lifestyle choice. You know, if things are slow and a little bit off, it's my fault. It's Ween's fault. All right. Um, this me- this message, these messages are brought to you by our good <laughs> friends. The Monday Mass is presented by Spy Optics at Spy Optic. Look at this. Goggles. This is... Goggles. Glasses. This is what goggles look like. These are... Feature these feature magnetic on and offs. Come on, is that the technical term for them? On and offs. But I'm just <laughs> saying that there's a lot of goggles that feature the magnets on there. But these actually, once you put the magnets on, you can actually double lock them down, which is nice. If because you don't the, get the snow. Like sometimes the magnetic lenses, like if they still let snow in. Right. They don't let snow in. I think that's that's a bonus. I like that insane clown posse song about magnets. Spy Optics. We have a code for Spy Optic. If you want to go to their website, you want to get some 
RX glasses, like me. These are spy. Okay. Use the code. Is it Monday Mass? Yeah. 30% off. Why did you answer like that? 20, I'm 20, just it's asking. Actually, I'm actually, no, 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 no. It's 20% off. But if you go to their site today because it's President's Day weekend, they're offering 30% off of everything. When did President's Day weekend start? And why do we have it? Uh, is it for George Washington or is it for all presidents? It's for, yeah, just president. I mean, I'm the president of Monday Mass. You're vice president. <laughs> we, you, we don't know the president of Monday Mass. He's like a shadowy figure todd was is this considered ski week this is ski week this right is ski week starts this week but that's, that's a east coast thing it's not because it's a west coast thing too they think all the all the kids around here are out of school to go i mean look i love going snowboarding but there are weeks of the year that i refuse to go this is one of them like there's christmas week which unless you if you live in the town it is the bane of your existence. And then there's ski week, which is almost as bad as Christmas week, but there's it's it's not good. However, flip side of that, however, if you want to go ride, if you want to go ride powder and you want to go to a mountain that's big enough to accommodate a lot of people during ski week, go to Mammoth Mountain. Mammoth Mountain just received a huge new fresh dump of snow. There's powder all over the place. The entire mountain's open, so yeah, it's ski week, and yeah, there's going to be people there, but Mammoth is massive, and it can handle a big crowd, so get your ass up to Mammoth Mountain at Mammoth Mountain on Instagram. If you're not following them, you should, because they actually put up some really good, yeah, funny, Gabe, insightful videos. Gabe Taylor rips through uh, with his with his uh, head cam on and... Always, always here for Hey, but I will say this, though. Mammoth put up something that was really interesting the other day, and I, I don't know if, if anyone out there follows Mammoth, but they did have... They all do. They had on their Instagram just how dangerous it is... Oh, to, be, to go under the ropes. ...to be cutting ropes, especially with the amount of snow that is on a very shabby base from earlier in this season, and the last thing that anyone wants to do is is throw an avalanche um, triggering device and having it come down and kill somebody. So it, I, I just think it's that I think more ski areas should, should present that when there's times of severe avalanche danger, the ski patrol should straight up get on the Instagram and be like, look, this is, this isn't a freaking joke. You will die or you will cause somebody else to die. Right. If you, if you cut ropes into areas for crying out loud, my dad. How come you don't turn your ringer off? You never turn your ringer well, I have, off. I, I have one kid in the canyons riding mountain bikes. You I have another kid doing flips over concrete. So I got to have my phone on okay. just in case. All right. That's, what I, that's you all. You want to talk to my dad? <laughs> Has he seen any good movies lately? No, no. Hey, dad. Oh, God. What's going on, Chris? What is he doing? Oh, just Why doing our podcast. Did you see the Bob Marley movie? No, is it good? No, I was asking you if it's good. I heard it's really good. Well, when you see it, will you call me and tell me? I will. All right, I love you. I'm 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 doing a a, a live, a no live problem, recording. Buddy. Love you, and I'll talk to you in a couple of days. Well, what about tomorrow? <laughs> a couple of days. I want to talk to my Gee, dad. Gee, your dad just hung up on you. Jeez. He said to talk to you in a couple of days. It's obvious. <laughs> wow. 1620 Workwear at 1620 USA, American-made products for people who work. I love these clothes. 
They're indestructible. They look cool. And the owners and operators are super awesome. So they have all the support in the world for me and for actual people doing jobs. I know some of our audience, uh, we got Devin on the gear, on, getting on the gear. Devin Curran, who replaced, he like fixes refrigerator, like gnarly work. Uh, TJ from Pizel is now on the 1620 program. He works in the Pizel surfboard factory. So it's spreading and it's good. It's good news at 1620 USA. Hanson Surfboards, Hanson Surfboards, OG shop right here in Encinitas, California. Surf and snow. And what I like about one, one thing I like about Hanson's, right? Any member of your family can go in there and find something they want. There's a big, like mom section, you know, with like tchotchkes, clothes and tchotchkes and dresses. Um, there's like shirts for your dad, uh, your uncle, Hawaiian shirts, all kinds of that stuff. There's wetsuits, all the snow gear you could want, all the surfboards you want to go in there and touch them. They're there, uh, and the entire staff is super cool. They'll help you with everything at Hanson Surfboards. Todd Machu Picchu Energy. Can I? Can I have? One? Can I have one? Alyssa, you need to send us Machu Picchu. You're airing your personal business. It's not <laughs> on real personal. I talk to my dad. I know, you did. But we need, we drank on the Machu Picchu, okay? And I guess that's a good problem to have. But well, that shows we endorse the product. We do we like endor- it. We endorse the living daylights out of it. That's right. We need more. Machu Picchu energy. There's no sugar. It's got matcha, so you can uh, count on it. And John John is actually drinking a ton of it while surfing insanely wild Sunset Beach, and he's probably going to win this oh, contest, yeah, and he's probably going to win the I world keep title. Forgetting that there's okay, but we'll talk about that in surf news. Uh, lastly, uh, for this opening ad block, Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. We've got we got news, some specials, and some news. Do you like those giant oversized offerings yes. that Costco has? Yes. The answer is yes. If you have a Costco card, I recently went to Costco and tried to check out, and I didn't realize that the membership was under my wife's name, and they made me. Put the cart back. You couldn't. You couldn't get your stuff. No, they said no. Your name has to match the name on the cart. I was like, I was like, I did the embarrassing about face with the cart. But anyways, they didn't let you. No, no, because your ID doesn't well, match the cart. It, it don't may be have like been Todd. someone being a, a, a stickler for the rules, but give them the that lowdown. That has nothing to do with this news, though. What's the news? Bachan's Big Bottle is on sale right now at every Costco. It's the best deal of the year. Uh, it's six ninety nine for a bottle this big. Mm-hmm. In my well, house, that would last you a four week. days. Yeah, <laughs> because I drink the stuff like it's water. Love that Japanese barbecue sauce by Bachan's. It's the best. Let's get into surf news. It's brought to you by Hanson Surfboard. Sunset Beach, wild, unruly. Outlandish conditions. Chris, you have a headline here that is going to be very controversial, and I think if I say it, there's a pretty good chance that we're going to have a whole bunch of hate coming from... The Brazilian storm is fizzling out in 2024. Wow. Well, That is a serious headline. That's a serious accusation, but Todd... Cry is free? um, Is it still free? Like, if the Brazilian storm fizzles out, will the price of cry increase... From free, the exchange rate is really even right now with crying. Nobody's crying yet, right? So I did. I have seen on the internet some rumor. I didn't. I wrote this the other day when I was like putting in notes 
Then I saw this morning, Beach Grit's starting to get on this story. Stab's talking about it a little bit. Oh, so we're just bandwagoning. No, I was first. I was first to this news. When did the- To this opinion. When did so the, here's, here's, my, here's why. When did the Brazilian storm begin its fizzle? Uh, at Pipeline. I was super hot to trot thinking Gabriel Medina was going to come on tour 2024 and destroy everyone. Mm. Dude ruined my fantasy team at Pipeline. Italo disappeared- so Gabriel and Italo, two of the three-headed monster from Brazil, disappeared at Pipe. They both have disappeared at Sunset. Felipe Toledo for has pulled out. So that's a different story, which, you know, whatever. We support that. We support him. If we but, had sound effects, I would use, like, the balloon going... What ha- so what happened? And it's the last two years it's happening. Well, Felipe won the title, so that was like pinnacle storm. But Pipeline, you think Italo, Gabriel, they're going to come out there and dominate. They disappeared. I don't think... Yago Dor is the highest rated Brazilian surfer right now, 17th in the world. I don't think that there's... A, look, the, 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 there's no fizzle. I mean, it's just like, a, it's just like shit ebbs and flows. Well, then that's a fizzle. That's a literal it's definition really a of a fizzle. I think, that the, I think everyone built it up. Into this hype machine, and then because when it they doesn't... won the last eight world championships, Brazilians, yeah, okay, I, I understand. And they, what you're they won nearly every contest, but shit ebbs and flows. How many freaking years was okay? The, the Brazilian storm is fizzling, right? Whatever you said it, I didn't say you it. said it. He, uh, Brazilian surf fans, Todd said it. <laughs> uh, that's just what we're seeing right now. We're only two, one and a half contests in, uh-huh. but. You would, ex- I, I think a lot of us just expected more, and that is a compliment. Where is Italo and Gabriel? What is going on with these guys? Um, Yago Dora is underperforming as well. He's supposed to be in title contention in 2024, but a lot will change. We're going yeah, to t- Australia after sunset. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Kelly Slater. So, Todd, you and Kelly Slater are the same age, right? No, he's older than me. He's older than you mm-hmm. by like a year or a two. Year, okay, so there's two sides happening right now. Wait, maybe I'm older than him. How old is he? Fifty. He's older than fifty. He's fifty. He's just fifty. Yeah. Are you sure? I think so. I don't think you're right. Or fifty-one as of I'm like, February. I'm older than he is. What's Kelly Slater's birthday? We Siri. Don't, we don't need to look this up. Siri. This isn't. Necessary. What is Kelly Slater's birthday? This, we don't need to look. We don't need to go into this. Well, it's pertinent because Kelly Slater did lose in the contest, has already said twice in the last two contests that he doesn't know if he wants to compete anymore or can compete. But then he goes out there and does the sickest carving 360. I feel like Kelly's been saying he doesn't know if he wants to compete for the last 10 years. Kelly, don't retire. Please don't. You got. You can do it. The car, Did you know the carving 360 I'm talking about? Yeah. God, that was insane. I don't understand how that didn't get it like a nine. But anyway, they're, uh, Slater's saying his hips, you know, his body is on the brink. But, I mean, can you, like, the punishment he's taken for being so good, you still eat shit a lot when you're surfing, especially in Hawaii, especially in the ways that he surfs. So we'll see. I don't want him to retire ever. Uh, John John Florence and the Australians uh, on the men's side of the draw are the big news that's happening in. Hawaii, uh, second stop of the championship tour. Saying it right now, John John Florence is going to win the 2024 world title. I, Today, what, February 19th, 
John Chris Cote said John John Florence is going to win the title. Does it reflect poorly on the WSL that I am not even remotely interested in watching these events right now? A lot of people don't care for Sunset Beach. It's not that I don't care for Sunset Beach. I just feel like, you know, back in the day when when we were like moving from Thanksgiving into Christmas, there was a lot more fanfare about it. Right. And I, I've said this a million times. I, I don't like the way the new tour starts and, and it stops. But like, there's just not like, there's no fanfare. Right. Like, I just don't care. Okay. I wish I cared. Yeah. Trying to care. What would you care about? What kind of surf events would you care about? Are, well, you, are you excited about the Olympics for surfing? Not particularly. Um, I just, you know, like maybe I... Maybe it's a surfing problem you have no, in general. It's not. It just seems like it's It's like when... For me, it's it's was it was the same for so many years of like, you know, you'd move into yeah. into the beginning of winter and you'd you would start with Haleiwa. Yeah, you would start in Haleiwa, and then you would go into, you know, Sunset and Pipe and the whole thing. And it was great, and there was, like, there was always something going on. But it's just weird. Like, this year, I just don't even... I don't don't know. I just don't feel like there's a lot of hype. I think... I think the Triple Crown had a lot to do with that. I think the Triple Crown being the be-all, end-all add-on to the end of the tour yeah added absolutely. a lot of excitement to that but also i feel like i was more engaged when the tour would start in australia and you would have snapper and then you would have bells and then you would have margaret river yeah. and like i it just felt like i, I was more you. engaged yeah i don't know i Whatever. hear you hmm. keep your eye on this chat they might be saying interesting stuff you guys have anything to say in the chat um well so anyway doesn't look like john it. john florence is going off uh, the women have not surfed yet, but when they do, I'm pretty sure all eyes will be on Molly Picklem and Katie Simmers. I think this is the probably the most exciting thing in competitive surfing right now. Is even though again it's just been one contest, but seeing these two young women just already kind of creating this I'll fun say, hey, rivalry. I, I have something to add. Here. Okay, go ahead. And I'll say that you said to look in the chat. I'm looking in the chat. Okay, and. Uh, Takuna54 says, do you feel the same way about snowboarding this year? Like, there's no hype. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Like, I kind of I kind of feel the same way. And maybe it's just, like, there's, it's, there's not a lot of excitement. I mean, it's not to say that the surfing isn't exciting. It's not to say the snowboarding isn't exciting. But there's just not, like, is it just too much stimulation from, like, a million different angles now that we just literally don't? have the same uh draw to these to these events that we used to because it's just it's literally coming at you from every different angle on social media maybe like just the sports i don't know maybe it's a timing thing because if i didn't know you and i didn't do an action sports podcast i wouldn't really know like what was happening in competitive snowboarding because you know x games happened mm-hmm. and that was like like interest peaked and then after that it's kind of like Sporadic do you, contest. Do you feel like, like when's the U? Is the U.S. Open still a thing? The U.S. Open isn't a thing anymore. But do you do you feel that like that was a big thing? That though. was a big thing. It I kind I kind of feel like, and somebody someone said this in the chat too, is like the locks open with um, the bomb hole doing like a mystery science theater takeover where it's just it's the raw like kind of fun commentary. Right. I feel like 
maybe maybe the um and also the red bull event that happened two weeks ago was like heavy metal it was insane we're actually going uh grenny and i'll grendy's and i are going in to do the voiceover for that tomorrow so you guys will be able to see that on espn pretty soon but like i just feel like the almost like the formula needs to get flipped a little bit to like, more to raw? make it more like more raw more fun like more like there needs to be something else to engage me besides like in snowboarding it's like look the kids are incredible they're doing you know t- like 2160s and like that kind of stuff is incredible but like it's boring and i need something else to bring me there to hold me there yeah i don't know maybe this is the same in surfing i don't know i don't know good tangent um jamie o'brien just dropped a vlog where he says we are about to surf the coldest wave in the world which it's it's he was very there cold. he was there what this has happened while we were in Japan. Jamie O'Brien was in Hokkaido and he was surfing and the wave looked pretty fun. Um, the water temperature in Hokkaido was 4.6 Celsius. 40 degrees Fahrenheit, it's which 40. is 40. That's like New England in the I winter. S- I surfed in 30 something in Iceland. How what Miami. what mill did you wear mitts or gloves? Uh mitts. And like, how like six six, six five, five four? four, six five four, seven millimeter booties, five millimeter gloves, hood. I didn't do any like Vaseline. Vaseline on my face. Save the Vaseline for a test <laughs> after you surf. And uh, okay, so the average temperature in Hokkaido in the ocean is thirty seven. So that's very cold. It's really Jamie's cold. ripping in. Um, it's cool. I it's like just, that. It's you know that's like a that's like a uh, action sports m- 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 melding. I just, I just I <laughs> told you, dude. We fried my brain, bro. You, how like bro. what what can you do for to to pump your serotonin? What's like a thing? Panicking coffee and tea. Perfect segue. Nothing. I just stayed up too late. It's not a big deal. I'll be fine. Like I don't feel like we talked about like you know, when we were younger. Like there was no like oh my serotonin's depleted. You were just hung over. Well, I'm not hung over. I didn't even drink. You were just fried. Just like out late, you know? A lot of joy in there. Mm. Uh, we got a new beer company started by Nathan Florence, Rob Machado, Matt Mayola, LB Layer. It is called Easy Rider. And Nate Florence says, the goal is just to be a tasty, light beer. It's American-made, gives back to national parks, and we're stoked on how it came out. The look is awesome. The taste is awesome. Classic throwback to the big beers in the 90s. We're not trying to be some new, hippie, IPA, weird craft beer that 1% of people are going to like. There's so much of that. Mm. I didn't even drink any of that shit. We figured, let's make a good beer. If you want to be cheap, if you're going to be light, and you can drink it all day if you want to. That's right. You need to take all that money and you put it into getting Clydesdale horses. That's already a thing. I know, but no one. It's time to bring Clydesdale back. It's called Easy Rider, which is a motorcycle thing, which is kind of like Saint Archer. This is like beer for badasses, apparently. It's like so, like Saint Archer. Send us some, but like like a different Saint Archer. It's like called a, like Easy a, Rider, like a better one though. Like this, like people will buy this one. But because they liked what St. Archer was, and they'll buy this one. St. Archer changed the game, made a lot of people a lot of money. <laughs> I'm just make, saying. It's I like, didn't make any money. It's just funny that the, it's just like, I feel like there's other shit. 
Like, well, there's a, another non-alcoholic craft beer called Ration Ale that is amazing, spreading like wildfire. It's the second fastest growing uh, craft NA in the world. How come no one Ration has, Ale? Why hasn't anyone tapped the malt liquor energy drink thing? I mean, Four Loko is really the only people that sit in that. Well, I guess there's like a is there a monster one? Yeah, they all have. But I just feel hard, like, like why like hard malt? Why don't? Why doesn't someone do like a craft for loco e company, and then just be like, You're look, away a million dollars? Do you want to get buzzed and do shit, dude? I at a very high level. Did you ever drink with super low cognizant skills? Cognizant. Did you ever cognizant? drink the original four locos? Yeah, it's fucked up, dude. Dude, I had two four locos one time. Two and going to a concert. Did you tear your skin off? Your I face? almost jumped out of the car on the freeway. Well, because you're you're having this a this was a long time ago. It's like an upper and a downer at the same time, and your body it's just like has to like sort it out. Chugging four Red Bulls and two forty ounces of malt liquor all in one. God, those were the days. <laughs> Talk about serotonin levels. Four loco would eat serotonin and murder it. Kai Lenny is a Taco Bell enthusiast. And this is very strange. Okay. I'm, Out of nowhere. I'm here for, I'm here for it. Um, Kai Lane on his Instagram uh, announced that he won a Bell Award, the best live Moss moment. And it, it came out that Oh, Kai because Lenny Moss is for, for much. More. Yeah. Live much. Mucho. Mm -hmm. Moss. Uh, it turns out, I mean, we are all sitting here thinking Kai Lenny, who... When you listen to uh, any surf event that he's in, you'll know that he actually rides all different types of boards. I don't know if you knew that. Mm -hmm. Kyleni sups, foils, mm -hmm. wind surfs, kite surfs. Get to the part where this. Surfing. Get to the part where I can make a Taco Bell shitting your pants he's joke. He's also a Taco Bell enthusiast. Every Christmas for a long time, he got he gets Taco Bell gift cards and he goes and he buys like forty bean and cheese burritos for his friends and family and. Basically, he went out to a big event in Las Vegas. They had mm -hmm. a huge room and a stage, and it was the Taco Bell Awards or something. And he got this award, and it's just all very strange. But I'm happy for you, him. Kylie's a big do you fan remember of the, the show. Do you remember Mexican pizza? That used to be like a Taco Bell. It was basically like a like a tostada. Right. And they called it Mexican for pizza. For Americans to enjoy. Right. For Americans that just will not bring themselves to say or eat I tostada. Mucho good. That's like the funny part about this best live moss moment. Like, come on. You're trying to like pass off like the only thing like I guess true to Mexican food at Taco Bell is that yeah, there's a bean. There's some beans in it. I haven't had Taco Bell. I'm a Del Taco guy. Really? So Del Taco, I got really, really, really bad food poisoning at Taco Bell once in Boulder, Colorado, to the point where they gave me a card that I could eat for free at Taco Bell. I'm not even shitting you. You were, you were shitting. Hundred percent shitting. Hundred percent serious. What? T t so what happened? Okay, you so ate your food, and then what happened? I ate my food at Taco Bell. Okay. I the next day. Who's I your Taco Bell poo talk okay, moment? Here we go. <clears throat> so I I there was a Taco Bell. I think it was on Arapahoe in Boulder. If you okay. live in Boulder or have been there, like it's probably gone. They probably if you live it. under a Boulder. So and this this is like 1990. Okay. Okay. So that's like heyday of Taco Bell. This is like heyday of Taco Bell, and Taco Bell used to have this like customer satisfaction guarantee. Okay. It like 
that was like on it was guaranteed. The, it was like on the door. Yeah. So I got food poisoning really, really bad at Taco Bell. Went up snowboarding. Was basically like I I had to pull over on the side of the road and I literally couldn't continue my journey home for like four hours. Like I just was like laying in the back seat in between like getting out of the car and having a moment on the side of the road. You were using the bathroom number two on the side of the road in the snow. It was the it was the it was the the double end. A double ender. A double ender on the side of the road. Yeah, I was basically um, like a fun a fun sprayer. So I had told somebody that you know I got really gnarly food poisoning from Taco Bell on Arapahoe. So he's like, oh my God, I got really food, bad food poisoning from Taco Bell on Arapahoe too. And I went in there and I made a stink and they gave me this card. You made a stink on the side of the road. Too. So I went into the Taco Bell, asked to see the manager, and they freaking gave me this card that I could eat for free at Taco Bell. But I literally haven't eaten, like, in that card, I think I gave that card to like Rob Morrow or something. I gave that card to somebody that was in snowboarding. And I haven't eaten at Taco Bell. It was so bad that I haven't eaten at Taco Bell since 1990. How could Taco Bell, beyond them supporting Kyleni, giving him an award, how could Taco Bell get back in the good graces of Todd Richards? What could they There's do no, to get you back? It's impossible. Customer? It's fucking not impossible. gonna happen. It's impossible. But don't you kind of like no going to the bathroom like that? No, that it was seems like that was you, beyond. There's like there's bodily functions okay. and then there's like the third layer of hell of bodily functions where it's like where there it's like is hot there's no control and i'm like in the laying down in the back seat of a volkswagen gti just like crying <laughs> by myself <laughs> by myself too bad there was no gopros at this time because oh i would God. love to see this it was not good has anyone else out there um ever shit themselves after eating a taco bell well taco bell if you're listening and you want to sponsor a podcast about action I'm, sports I'm and sorry. shitting? This colon is a no taco zone. Hi. <laughs> that should be our new tagline. An action sports podcast about shitting. <laughs> <laughs> I think more people would probably tune in, oh. to be completely honest. Anything else? I've got some notes from some fans that they say they do like Todd's poop talk. And I'm just like, okay, well, if everybody well, likes it, just it then I'm like on board. It always just devolves into puta i'm on board i'm not going to complain about it anymore. we didn't have taco bell back east for a long time so i think that was also like a, like new england growing up there was one taco bell in new hampshire at this mall and we literally didn't ever get to have taco bell until i moved to colorado and i think i overdosed on it and then had that bad experience and then my body was like no more no more no moss you mean <laughs> A no, you need to live dude. That would be great. Talk. No moss moment. No moss Taco Bell. Well, again, I'm a Del Taco guy. I love their fries. At the end of this week, what Thursday? Uh, I'm heading out to Puerto Rico for the ISA World Surfing Games. This is where we will field the final group of surfing Olympians: five men and seven women. At the end of that week of competition, will be qualified for the Olympian for the Olympics. Little fun fact, you are not an Olympian until you compete in the Olympics. So if you qualified and you didn't compete, you're not an Olympian, which I just found out last Olympics. I, f I kind of feel like anyone would know that. Not a lot of people know that. Um, so this contest is going to be in Arecibo. 
Uh, it's got reef breaks, heavy water waves. There's two breaks, El Pico and Rastrial. So you both for an ISA competition of this magnitude with over 400 surfers, 50 plus nations represented, you need two breaks. They call them two podiums. Non-elimination, elimination. Yeah, they, well, y'all, you'll tune in February 22nd all the way to March 2nd. I'll be gone, Todd. I'll be in Puerto Rico. Thank God. I'll be a freaking freaking sensation. Um, it's going to be cool. History will be made. And uh, there are national team dynamics in effect. Top-ranked men's and women's teams will earn an additional spot for their nation to compete. Mm-hmm. So if Team France wins the men's team thing. Well, Team France, actually, they'll have three people in the Olympics already. We'll see what happens. It's time for the mid-show ad block. Let me do it. Let me just get this, get get through Yeah, this. but you need to sell these I'm going to sell ads. it. Guys, if, if you are hearing my voice, then please buy these products because they continue to support our podcast. God knows why. It's a great podcast. Bubs Naturals. It's got all of your collagen needs. They have enhancing electrolytes. They've got everything you could possibly need for body functionality. Hydrate or die. Bubs Naturals. At Panic and Coffee and Tea. Getting Lucadia and the greater San Diego area jacked up since 1969. I got the Todd Richards today. I never get Double this. Ice Mocha? Double Ice? D- ice Mocha. Yeah, it's a double. What do you mean double? Two shots. No. One shot. I smoke a... Whatever. At New Greens. I thought I got the Todd. At New Greens. New Greens will help you to keep your vitality and outlive your friends because we all know that is the ultimate flex. Bonus? So you can point at your best friend when he is in a casket and go, ha ha, I had New Greens. You lost, bro. See where you are now? At Pedal.Electric. Pedal Electric Bikes, it's almost spring break and you know what that means. No spots to park at your local... Hot spots. And these bikes are built well, so the springs won't break. That's right. At <laughs> pedal.electric. Vessel shipping. Vessel.com. Do you have some shipping needs, but you're too damn lazy to go to the UPS store? Oh, I have something. Sorry. What? Well, this is actual pertinent information about Vessel.com. Okay, go ahead. So my friend Tom DeLong from the band Blink-182 donated a guitar, an autographed guitar, to sell for me to sell to raise funds for the K Street Creative, the bands in San Diego that lost all their shit in the floods. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy named Jared from Ireland bought the guitar for six thousand dollars. Holy shit! So I typed all the stuff into vessel.com, v e s y l.com, and you know, like when you're shipping internationally, it can kind of be like. Uh, I don't know, like because their ad- their addresses read like, like directions X4. for cookies. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was very simple. Um, I think to ship a full size guitar to Ireland, it was like 115 bucks or something. So a great deal, very easy. I printed out the label right here, packaged it up, dropped it off the UPS store. So that's my true story about Vessel.com. Thank you, Vessel.com. At Mentors, do you have fantasies about going to ride powder in Japan with a yes. bunch of cool people? You yes. should, because At Mint Tours is where you would go to have that done. The greatest people, the greatest tours, super fun, great lodging, great food. It's all fantastic. Book your trip uh, with Mint Tours for next 
uh, I guess January. I think we're going to go at the beginning of January again. So like, if you, you want to come with us and you're cool, yeah, we might let you. I just you just I was reading the sponsors and you just it just went away. I was looking at something for mint tours. Where's the mid? Diecutstickers.com at diecutstickers.com. Todd, we need a new sticker idea. It's time to order some new stickers. I feel like I had one the other day. Ah, oh, God, it's gone. Were you at Ween last night too? Nope. Getting but all I do loaded. Feel like, I do feel like that we're missing the missing the mark if we don't offer a um, Todd's poo stories are the best part of the Monday Mass sticker. Yeah. Who's gonna put that anywhere? I know a few people. All right, Skate News is brought to you by God. Bubs Naturals. What do you have for Skate News? Okay, this is pretty cool. So this, I actually have a visual aid. If Are we done yet? Online. Uh, this right here is my new board. Uh, this was given to me by my friend Sketchy Tank. This is actually a creature, Sketchy Tank graphics. But, Todd, this is a VX board. Feel this, okay? Mm-hmm. So VX construction. What's this like Bonite? Um, it's thinner than VX a normal. It's decks, thinner than a normal skateboard, Chris. Yeah, VX decks are thinner, stronger, and have more pop than standard seven ply decks. Five plies of North American maple, two layers of quad X technology. Now, I've always just been like, I ride different shapes and stuff, but I've always like, I never. This is a what. This is a really good looking deck. It's a good board. This is eight and a half. Eight point five. Oh, I like Indies, I like Spitfires, Look at that board. Bones bearings. Look at that thing. Yeah, this is like, I, this is the best board I've had in a while. It's just like snappy with that VX tech. You like these square wheels, huh? I do like the square wheels. Why? Um, I don't know because I saw like cool skater guy at the park and he had square wheels. Hmm. I just. I got these from Mike Burnett, actually. They look like old rat bones. Yeah. So there's my board. I think I just wanted to say that's a good looking board. It's a good board. It's a good shape. Um, new technology, VX Tech. And if you if you've been watching on Instagram, you you see, I, I'm creatures probably gonna reach out soon, and at least put me on a small monthly retainer. Did you we- see my ollies? You know what Ken Block told me once, and I think it's the funniest thing ever. What? And very true. You know, like most snowboarders put out like like skate clips. You know, I was actually going to bring this up because last week you were saying how much you liked a uh, couple snowboarders who put out skate clips, and I almost brought this up. No, I. Ken Block said. Ken said. Kenton said that I don't follow snowboarders to watch shitty skateboard clips. Right. But I feel like it's changed though because a lot of the kids that are they're they're so right. good like they're so good they're, it's no yeah. longer shitty skate clips my skate clips are kind of like uh personal little make-a-wish videos like when i'm putting them up there <laughs> what do you mean and people go oh good for him look good for him you're trying <laughs> good for this guy no i i really do post clips of myself skateboarding in the hopes that it will inspire you out there to skate because if i can do it no it's a, it is it. i think it's inspiring i think it makes me feel like i don't skate enough well, i do want to go i want to skate that mini ramp oh yeah yeah so friday fridays at the, at the park over here we do adult swim it's a bunch of grown-ass men and women meeting to skate there hey i'm gonna say this too to, to, yeah. to tack on this there are a bunch of really fun instagrams these days for people of our generation like adult 
kind of adult skaters. Yeah. You know, there's um, past participle. If you don't follow at past participle, please do because there's just all old school, um, old school skate stuff. There's skate wives, which is real. Have you do you follow that one? No. It's so funny, dude. It's, skate wives. It's this. It's this woman who like you know does voiceovers of her husband who actually like is like a really good skater, and it's just she just clowns on him the entire time. Nice. It's, that was the whole. You ever see that thing? My my husband's been tossing salads every day. He's just tossing salads over here. Oh, I do think yeah, I follow so, Skate Wives. So so good. And then there's another one. Um, it's this guy in Utah. Uh, it's like something painting. I don't know. I follow him, but it's also like this guy has all these fun little analogies of like how older, older people like us look at skating and how we look at other people in the skate park. And it's great. I just think it's, it's a really fun, it's weird. Cause when I was coming up, I don't like, there was no such thing as like an older skater. Yes. Thrift store. I'm ordering. Thank you. Ma- I'm ordering Thank you for Mexican that. Food yeah. on, on the phone. Uh, Are you really? Yeah. From where? My son. Oh. Um, Stefan Janoski has been epically latered, and yep. this episode is another absolute banger. Patrick O'Dell, you crushed it with this one. This really does answer a lot of the questions that many of us had about Stefan, who is one of the nicest dudes, sickest style, one of the best styles in skating, and then. Through his hard work, his dedication, his sense of style, he went with Nike and created, I think, the highest selling skate shoe ever made. Still going. And he made a ton of money off of it. Did they buy him out like, on that? No, they. He said he's. He said he once it offered to sell the name Janoski, but nobody bought it. No, but like, is Nike still paying him for that shoe? Yeah. So there's two, I guess, like at the Nike factory, one of the factories, there's like two wings. Jordan, Janoski. <laughs> that she was that popular. You got to watch the Apically Later on Stefan. It's yeah, super I'm gonna good. Yeah, check that out. Um, there's some, just some quick hits of skate videos that you've got to watch. Todd, you've got to watch them too. Primitive, Primitive just dropped Daydream. It's insane. It's so good. Dylan Jabe, Felipe Moda, the Primitive team going off. Blake Carpenter's part is... Essential viewing and Alexis Ramirez El Corazon part is really, really good. So those are things you need to watch. And if you want to read something very good, Bill Weiss has an interview up on Jankum.com right now about naked 540s. Have you ever seen a naked oh, yeah. Bill Weiss 540 seen, in real I've life? Bill Weiss do a naked 540. In real life. In real life. Describe it for the viewers. Um, usually it's at a demo or at a contest that Bill didn't make the cut. Or he's there, and people start chanting, and then you know Weiss is kind of skating the vert ramp with everybody. Actually, I saw it at a um, like it was basically Canada's version of ASR in Vancouver. Oh, a big trade show! It was a big trade yeah. show, and it was like a I don't know, maybe like a sixteen foot wide like mini vert ramp, and they called him out, and I think like it was like Chalmers and um, Mike Pregnell and and a couple of the other. Uh, maybe Sluggo was there, like a couple of the other vert homies that I knew from there, and like just started calling Weiss out. And Weiss just, I mean, because Weiss is like a really good vert skater, but you can kind of tell that he excelled at partying for a while, yeah, during that time. And so he still has fun, like really good fundamentals, yeah, but usually kind of wobbly, 
on like a street board. So he would like take a couple like warm up runs on the vert ramp and maybe like almost hang up on like four backside airs. And then all of a sudden his clothes would come off and he would just, he makes them like his make ratio yeah. on padless McTwist is really high. Well, or naked. Yeah. It's like he naked did it, with no pads. I think he did it. He did it once or twice, and then it just became a thing. That's if he was thing. there, he had to do it. So here's one of the answers they said. How many times have you done the naked 540, and how often did it work out? He said 20 times it worked out almost every continent. 80% of the time it worked first try. The ones that didn't, four or five slams before it worked. <laughs> so slamming naked, um, getting masonite burns everywhere, and... Can you imagine getting a masonite burn on the tip of your wiener? Dude. That yeah. would really, really hurt. Yeah. I once, I slammed once really hard on my chest, like like slammed really hard. and my No z- shirt? No, I had a shirt on, but my zipper in my shorts fucking scraped the shit out of my dick. Like the head of my wiener. Got scraped by the zipper in my pants. Let's That's how hard I slammed. Talk, Todd. I'm just saying, like, and I can't even imagine slamming naked and then sliding down masonite. Yeah, he says, I would tell people it's safer to skate with clothes on. You kind of forget you're naked, except when you slam and you're lying on an arena floor with the whole place <laughs> dead silent. Go to jengham.com and read that interview. It's awesome. So good. Snow News is brought to you by Mammoth Mountain. Mammoth is absolutely firing. Get up there oh, yeah, I have and some, rip. I have some news. What's your news? Um, many of you that have followed me over the past whatever. Let me guess. Mountain, boots. Nope. No. We've moved on from boots. Really? I Where are my boots? Last weekend, I was sitting in an airport in uh, the Midwest and I relaunched. Well, I I just searched for Moro snowboards. This is bigger news than you're leading on, Todd. This no, it's is not. Huge. No, it, this is this is pretty. This is good size news. Okay, um, it's a great. So size. I relaunched. Well, I didn't relaunch. I basically just launched Moro snowboards Instagram because. Did you ask anyone at Moro snowboards? No, and it, the crazy thing was, is Moro snowboards wasn't taken on Instagram. I was like in shock. Okay. And so since that time, I've got some some group chats with a whole bunch of my friends that rode from Moro back in the day, and photographers, and all these different people. And there's there's a reason why I'm doing this, and I'm I'm not going to say it out loud, right? Okay. Now. I'm not I'm not saying shit. Right Will you now. say it to me in private? I'll say it. Will you say it to me in my I'll ear? I'll say it to you in your ear later. Okay. But so if you go and you follow at Moro Snowboards, I'm I'm using it as a cultural um, a cultural like a zine? S- a scrapbook. It's like a zine. Yeah, it's like of Moro cuz it's I feel like over the years some of these brands that have come into is Moro especially because I feel like they had such a huge place in the industry for a really long time and they went away and then there's just there's not really like people don't even know like there it's they're just it's just dis- like the the memory and the significance of what they did with technology and the art direction alone and having that just fade away and like you know it's just the only place that you can find this is like if you have old magazines or the stories from fucking old heads like me. And I just felt like it was time to put something 
and kind of like even if even if I can't do anything but have an Instagram and and have people submit photos of them riding Moro boards or this is the this is a Moro they saw or like this is you know riding at Mount Bachelor with Rob Moro or whatever. Right. I'm just going to use it as a cultural hub for that and other things. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And I think um What about know, what about the tagline? Do you know Moro? Question mark. It's not good. We had a couple really good taglines. We had um in the the we had uh skate uh, snowboarding is just an excuse to suck at skateboarding. That was a That's pretty good. That was a Moro tagline. We had Moro snowboards, if it was up your ass you'd know. That was another good one. That's a great one. Uh, we had uh, a new symbol of strength. That was the very first tagline for right. Moro. But we've had some good we've had some good um good taglines. And the like do you remember um Joe Soren? Do you remember that name? So Joe Soren worked at Transworld for a while. He did some. He used to do art for Transworld. Okay. And he he did a lot of really incredible graphics for more snowboards. And he's like a straight up he like a surrealist. He would draw animals and people. And he's like a really famous artist now. Like okay. a really famous artist. And it's it's just cool because you look back over like what over what Moro snowboards had. Yeah. And like from Scott Clum who. You know those icon. Remember those icon. I feel like you're just making names. I'm up. not. So so Clum for Clum, Scott Clum. Bob Nersky. Scott Clum worked for Tom Sims back in the day, and he's okay. the one that came up with that really bright graphic that you would see on the switchblade and the halfpipe. That's Scott Clum. Okay, the cur- 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 yeah, like, like the cursive. Yes. This is like the second or second or third generation of what the Sims graphic. The the fluorescent. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's that's Clum, and then Clum came and worked for Moro and revolutionized what like what typefaces were like just typefaces not just snowboarding but like he did this magazine called blur and it was him uh, manipulating typefaces like with with an exacto knife and creating a whole like fonts a whole new world a whole new world so that's i think that's really that's cool, cool. And, that's and this can be found on instagram at moro at moro m-o-r-r-o-w snowboards sweet um I got some snow news. Okay, go ahead. Uh, our friend Eric Blem, North County's own New York Times bestselling author, is going on tour with his new book about the life and tragic death of snowboarding's original superstar, Craig Kelly. Todd, you read this book and loved it. Tony Hawk says this is a must-read, not just for fans of snowboarding, right, but for anyone looking for an inspiration and an unlikely hero. It's called it's, The Darkest White. It's very cool. It's, you know, if... If you came up in that generation and you, and you obviously were like a fan of Craig Kelly, I don't I don't know anyone that that wasn't. Yeah, and it's just it's just cool. It's a cool story that kind of talks about Craig's transition from being this iconic Burton rider to finding a new path, living outside Nelson, BC. So and he was the original guy who did contests, won all the contests, and then said, Screw "He it, was I'm like, going to the backcountry." He was kind of like like Kelly, right? Like that. Like I, I would equate him more like Kelly Slater than I would like a Tony Hawk. Okay. He's more like Kelly. Like there's more just I don't know. Well don't take our word for it. Yeah, read it. I it's mean out. take our word for it, it but also out. read the book. It's out now. Eric Blem's going on tour. He's gonna be in Boulder, Colorado at Boulder Bookstore in February twenty sixth. Tuesday he'll be at Bookworm of Edwards in Edwards, Colorado. Uh Thursday, the Burton flagship store in Santa Monica. Um, 
Barnes and Noble Encinitas on March first. Uh, all over. Mm. He's going to be all over. You can check out all of Eric's stuff at Eric Blem E R I C B E L B L E H M dot com, and also Eric Blem official on Instagram. So if you want, you should you should read first of all. You should read books. And if you do read books, if you want to read books, you should read the book about Craig Kelly. And if you can't read, find someone that can read and have them read it to you. Uh, Is this going to be out on audiobook? That's a really good question. I think you should read it. You know... If it's not out on audiobook. I'm not going to... It it takes so much to do an audiobook read. So much reading. So much reading and also... Out loud. Out loud. Um... Other snow news. Homesick is coming. Yeah. I just saw announcements. Salema is going to be there. I know they're just like now trickling out announcements of everyone who's going to be Natural there. Natural selections coming up and then also Tour and Peace Park and all these other things. And um, there's an event called the Roundup that's going to be happening at uh, Woodward Park City. And that's uh, Jill Perkins event. It's a mini pipe. Um, event and that's the third first week of april the first weekend dude my snowboard bag's right there what are you gonna do that is it so- i need to pack it up. that's all my gear is still in there <laughs> is shit wet no you're good no you don't get wet in japan so <laughs> yeah because you didn't go snowboard we're going i did snowboard three days in a row we're gonna snowboard in copper mountain coming up in march for dew tour we're gonna catch a couple carves you know, catch some cars. I'm gonna catch a couple carves on my board with my with my boots that I need. Oh yeah, I have those. Can I get them? I have a lot of boots at my house right now. Yeah, you can have those. All right, uh, Nerd yes. News is brought to you by New Greens. Yeah. Do you have Say Nerd it news? confidently? I don't mean Nerd, nerd news. news is brought to you by New Greens. I watched, I only do cool shit. I don't do any nerdy. Shit. I watched the um. I watched the season finale of the True, True Detective. Detective, and it's okay. Oh. So like the Brazilian Storm, you're saying True Detective may have fizzled out a little bit? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's all I got. Who, now who? Now who is it? It's Look, I have a lot of friends, <laughs> a lot of people that I work with, clients, people are texting. Um, I don't have any nerd news, but I do have questions. Okay. Well, let's do some questions. Let's do some questions. And then let's get the hell out of here. Right? Okay. Questions. We've got questions. You've got answers. Okay. And you, you guys can also put questions into the chat, too. Old nerdy bastard comes through with a classic. Will we see a naked, wet cat from Todd at Homesick? I can't even imagine trying to snap into a wet cat right now. I need, what about naked though? There's no way I'm doing that naked. That's weird. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to having a half pipe wall that is soft at some point. That yeah. is actually a good, uh, like a like well shaped slush, slush pipe wall. Wall kind of like not like overly slushy, but soft. I I feel like I haven't had a backside wall that's been soft in like three years. Have you had a backside movement that's been soft lately? <laughs> In Darren Navarrete, this is from Adam Etzard. In Darren Navarrete's Nine Club interview, Darren talks about how important it is to respect, celebrate, and preserve the history of skateboarding, the riders, the brands, the companies. In my opinion, this holds true in skateboarding and surfing, but hasn't been fully the case in snowboarding, except for Todd Richards keeping it alive. 
How can snowboarding get the recognition it deserves for its history? I don't think that that's true. I think there's a lot of people that are um, aware celebrating the history. and want to celebrate the history of it. I, I feel like that's... But there's not as many, I don't think. Well, Homesick is a great example Homesick is a something. super good example. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of people... There's a lot of people out there that love the history of the sport, but there's not a lot of people that have voices, and it's and it's it's not. It's probably not the most financially profitable to like run your whole show on nostalgia. Well, and also snowboarding's not that old compared to skateboarding and surfing. No, but it, it it's moved so fast that the generation of the eight, like the late 80s and 90s seem like an eternity away. Well, I, I know, mean, but surfing was, you know, like the 50s, the 60s, there are all these generations of cool shit. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I think that they're, you know, like, you guys, you got guys like Zebulon writing these giant boards. That's like a very subtle throwback to the old. Yeah, school. but like the the Zeb ride, Zeb ride, like I don't, I forget what size board Zeb rides. I think it's like a one seventy. Yeah, but like a one seventy, back in like the nineteen eighty nine, like I rode a seventeen ten blade like as a race board, and that's a one seventy one. Right. Like, so that's like not. It's like. A lot of this stuff that everyone thinks is cool and, and freaky and new, like it's been done. Well, that's what I'm saying. But that's like him doing a throw, like a shout out throwback. To, I just don't. I don't think he what's knows. That long question. I don't. I don't think that some people know that they're throwing back. You know, that's the thing. Is like I don't know. Uh, here's a question. This is from number multiple underscores forty slicks. What's the latest BS gimmick product of the snowboard industry? Just like the old snowboard bindings that had the springs in them, circa 2015. I am my my current biggest gimmick product of the snowboard industry is these the the clue bindings. What's that? It's these bindings that like you strap on like the high back, like basically the heel cup and the high back are on your boot. Oh, and you step into them. You would love them. There's step. There's step ins. There's if you want to have a great powder day. I'm not a step in. I don't guy. know, dude. I just think that guy I, ride step in bindings once. I think that there's you and know I'm Jack the Ripper. It's one little murder. <laughs> and I'm Jack the Ripper. You can paint a million fences. Um, I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird thing work? that are being and they're being touted as you know this incredible thing, but they're really only sold on Instagram. Interesting. It's really or or Facebook, and that usually is like, eh. but everything yeah. I've ever bought on Instagram has sucked. Ooh, here's one: light sodium soy sauce for me says uh, Mount Rushmore of snowboarding. Which four faces are on it for you? This was actually a question that was um, posed Sent by the. On Instagram it was too. posed by the bomb hole. Oh, okay, morning. so we're just appropriating so, their shit. Well, someone asked it, so I'm going to answer it. So, um, for sure, for me, Terry Kidwell. Okay. Uh, Terry Kidwell is the the father of modern freestyle. All right. Um, I would say Jeff Brushy, Chris Roach, and... Craig Kelly? Probably... You? No. (laughs) He's like... Probably probably Craig. Yeah, that's, that's mine. No, Tom Sims. All right. Um, that's, that doesn't take it. Well, yeah, that's me. That's that's what I'm. I'm. That's what I said. All right, I'm just gonna go with Todd on that one. Hana Lee says, "What are your thoughts on live action adaptations of cartoons and anime? Any favorites?" 
It's sometimes harsh. I've never, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, for example. Arcane. I'm like, arcane. not into it. Arcane. What's arcane? Arcane is fucking amazing. Well, you think, uh, if you want to peel it back the onion a little bit, you can go, you know, The Dark Knight, Batman. These were top-notch, A-plus Invin- adaptations of comics. Invincible? That one's really I good. I don't know what that is. It's on Amazon. Here's a question from Danny Cass. This what, is, you did, what are your thoughts on it? You like it or don't like it? I like it if it's done well. I like it sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Danny Cass says, Mr. Hi, Dan. Who's the greatest rider to ever rock step-ins? <laughs> Not me. I think that's, that's an incredible question, and I'm going to go ahead and say Travis Parker. Oh, Travis Parker? Travis Parker. Rock, what about, he um, rocks step-ins. Chris Inglesman rocks step-ins. Gunny. Gu- gun- gunny rocks step-ins. Gunny, gunny, gunny rocks, rocks step-ins, but I'm going to say that um, Travis Parker... So like all the time, and do flow and Nidecker count? Whoa, that's wow! Because if it's flow, then it's Scotty Lego. The, all these guys actually rode step ins and did jumps, yes, like spins and flips. But like, there's okay. So Dan, like, I think that it, like if we're talking step ins, right? Like step ins are like it's a boot and you step onto the board well, and you it step locks in, in. right? A flow binding is just a like it's like you're shoehorning your boot in. Like I wouldn't consider a flow binding to be a, a step in. That's a step in, but step ons are when you step on. Right. It's that's just the technical yeah, term. And, but I, I'll just say this: is Scotty Lego has he's like one of he's he's in my top ten of most stylish snowboarders that I've ever lived. I think I think Danny Cass is in my top ten of most stylish snowboards to ever live. Jason Brown, coolest guy who's tuning in right now. Uh, I got a question, not a question from Austin Wolf. No question, just comment. Moguls are loads of fun on a snowboard. It is incredibly satisfying finding the rhythm, and each run has a lot of variety as you pick a slightly different line coming down. I disagree. I think moguls moguls are whack. You don't like? I don't like them. I like Austin for sending that, and I like his positivity. But I, I feel like we there was a clunk clunk clunk. There was a we used to do this. That's the sound of going down moguls. We used to do this thing at a basin. So Arapahoe Basin in the springtime would get these like mo, like pretty mega mogul runs, right? And we would like have a contest of like pointing it down. You couldn't turn, right? You just had to like run them, and like we would just get destroyed. Just like get bucked. Totally bucked, annihilated, and for some reason it was super funny. I can't even imagine trying that now. Oh, my God. Um, here's a question from Devin Curran. Devin Curran says, what was your favorite song from the Ween concert? And Todd, thanks for your help this weekend trying to get me set up for the ski hill. You helped Devin this weekend? Getting him set up for the ski oh, hill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's for... um. That's we're gonna hook somebody up with some stuff. Oh, sweet. Okay, my favorite songs from Ween, Transdermal Celebration was one of the first songs they played, and that just set the freaking set it off. That was, oh, the Blarney Stone got the whole crowd singing. Yeah, good question, Matt Allen. Question for Todd. Thanks, Matt. Todd, what was your greatest fear as a professional athlete? And are there are there any you could never overcome? Ooh, greatest fear as a professional. Well, I was athlete. a professional athlete too, Matt, and my greatest fear was big waves. And no, I could not overcome that fear. Hence, the reason no was no longer a professional athlete. Go ahead, Todd. Um, greatest fear. Like, 
doing a 900 on a snowboard? No, I think my greatest fear was for for a long time, I had to force myself to ride rails in slopestyle contests. I wasn't like, I I didn't. Rails are scary. I I didn't particularly like it. And this is at a time when it like, that really wasn't like, it was just the beginning. You kind of had to though. Um, I think racing. Because really? back in the back in the day when I was when I first was, you know, playing the playing the pro snowboard game. Come on in. I had to I had to race and like <laughs> down like downhills. Look at this. Here. Come around here. So that's my answer. Uh Chris is great. Chris has got food. Uh <laughs> Roman, come back. Yeah, you're com- come into the show real quick. We're in the questions right now. Uh hold on, we can't see you. Roman Cote just brought his dad, Juanita's. I've got three road tacos. Roman, give us a 15-second parkour report. What's the cutting edge of parkour right now? Uh, I mean, uh, like, Ellis is still killing it. Uh, he is probably still the best right now. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Not, not, too much, not too much new stuff. You training every day? Yeah, yeah. Latest trick? Oh, um. Hmm. <laughs> Put you right on the spot. Uh. Um. Do you remember? Yesterday I did the like. The like backflip 360, but like you like pause in the middle. Oh, I saw that. Sick. Thank you so much, Roman. At the Roman Cote. Roman news is always the best news. Um. What else Roman you get? Brought. Uh, Oh, Some real tacos, taquitos. Mm. Yeah, All right. you, I'll take this. You can take that bag. All right, we're Thanks gonna. Roman. These guys are gonna eat. We got a couple more questions. Okay, we have more questions. This is a great one. Um, here's one. Malpractice makes perfect. Love what's, you, Roman. What's up with Red Gerard and Dekine Quicksilver? Well, uh, Red left De- left Quicksilver, and now he is riding for Dekine. That's what's up. That's it. This is a great question, Rob Reed. If you could be hypnotized to have full confidence in everything <laughs> you do, but as a side effect, you would shit yourself more than usual. Would you do it? I don't know. I have a friend. I'm looking at this question that, that you, you have to answer. In a I have a friend who was hypnotized two different times. One, to cut down on drinking. Two, to stop biting her fingernails. And it worked. Both times. So, let me see so if I was to be hypnotized to be... Have full confidence in everything I do, but I would also shit a lot, which is kind of hard because how do you have full yeah, confidence absolutely. in what you're doing when you've totally. got to shit? Totally. So I'm pretty confident already, to be honest. No shit. And I have a... What'd you say? I said no shit. Here's, <laughs> uh, here's a question for you. This is, this is actually fairly amazing. <clears throat> this is sexually this is, fairly this is, amazing? It could be. Okay. Uh, this is this is from Mr. Daniel Cass. Question. Okay. What's the weirdest looking part of your own body? Mm. Elbows, arm outs. What's the what do you think is the weirdest looking part of your own body? I'm gonna say like this the bump, like at the base of my neck how and do my you, back. How do you see it? Well, because you know, like going like this when I'm on my computer a lot, I just like yeah. But how do you see down. it? Like, how do you know it's weird looking? Sometimes there's a fold on the back of my neck which I don't like. Hmm. I see it sometimes. The bald spot on top of my head is the weirdest looking part of my body. Danny, <laughs> you got me thinking now. All these weird parts of my body. Um, do you want to know what the most beautiful part of my body is, Danny? What, what is it? My what? ass. <laughs> 
No, I've been told that it's great. I think. Um, what about you? The weirdest part of my body. I mean, my I've undercarriage got, might be. I haven't seen it in a while, but I have. Um, I have like a like my toes are weird. Your toes are weird. Yeah, they're weird. So you cannot start an OnlyFans for your feet. No, you might be able to with weird toes. No, they're. Not, it's not like. It's not like there's what's that, the weirdest part of Danny Cass's body. Yeah, what's what? Yeah, what's up with your body, Danny? Give us the good, the bad, your, and the ugly. Why is your Danny body Cass? weird? What do you got going on in there? <laughs> He's like, I just want to know because because uh, yeah. I'd like for you to send me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, send it. Danny, send us a picture of the weirdest part of your body, and we'll send you a picture of the weirdest part of Todd's body. Danny Caputo. I'm not sending. On a serious note, photos kinda, of my body. Anywhere. Danny Caputo says, am I the only one who finds Sunset harder and harder to watch each year? I understand it's a prestigious place and a heavy wave, but it's a boring watch in my opinion. I mean, yes and no. I find it pretty awesome to watch pro surfers have to earn it and struggle and get their ass handed to them and every other wave. That to me is fun to watch. Guys and girls eating shit at Sunset Beach is like uh, its own show. Mm-hmm. The the wipeout reel is always great because you're not going to like die or get gnarly injured. You're just going to get freaking pounded. Like I do not like wipeouts at Pipeline because somebody could – you could die. But you but just get dragged underwater sunset, for a long time. You get pitched. You get rolled and ragdolled. So – there are certain elements of Sunset I like, and I like watching people ride bigger boards. I'm 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 a fan of Sunset Beach, so I understand though you and Danny and some people. No, it's don't. not like I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. I just think I just I've lost the fan fair. In general, um, this is a question for Todd about Arthur Longo's latest clip. Oh, Have you seen it? The front nine. Well, he says is it a front six or front nine? Front six probably means front seven. I I, th- I feel like it's on a front side hip that resembles a half pipe wall so i technically would just call it a front nine it's right. the same it's the same uh, body body mechanics a lot of people don't realize that um arturo longo was like a really really good pipe rider like he was really good i think it's pretty i think obvious. he went to the i think he went to the olympics well, because for <coughs> pipe pipes have sides danny is that right dk <coughs> didn't um arthur longo go to the olympics for half pipe i'm pretty sure he did it was either in 2010 or 2006 when you guys were there. I think it's pretty sick that Danny Cass tunes into the Monday Mass personally. Uh, yeah. Um, All right. Listen, we got that, now we're just. Do you have a caption contest on Instagram? I do. Who, you did. You started it. Oh, it was just. I don't know. I was just trying to jump up. Captain out. contest. I was just trying you to misspelling. Ju- yeah, but that was on purpose. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I gotta go. Okay. Now, um, I'm gonna be in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> like like I'm performing. I'm gonna. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be at Lake Tahoe at, hey, at Giggles. I'm gonna. I actually am gonna be riding uh, in Tahoe all next week. So, so you will be performing. If you're around, I'll probably be up at Boreal. Hopefully that Peace Park is reshaped and fun, uh, or I'll be over at Squaw Palisades or anywhere. And right. I'll be in Puerto Rico, and I think we're gonna try to do uh, another international podcast with amazing audio. And video, just, and it's going to go. You know what so they used good. to do? They used to just have reruns. Why can't we just do reruns? Oh, greatest hits. 
Yeah, remember, like, you know, like, if Johnny Carson was gone or, like, Letterman was gone, they just do a rerun. Right. Why don't we just do reruns? All right, I'm going to post, maybe I'll post the first episode ever with us together. All right, that should be That would be great. great. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. All right, later, guys. We'll see you on the flip store.